The All Black Podcast is powered by our official cloud software partner, SAP, helping our teams in black become the best-run teams in sport. To listen to this episode and all the All Black Podcasts, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Kira Fano, welcome to episode 10 of the All Black Podcast, powered by SAP. Bledisloe 1 for 2022. All done and dusted Thursday night in Melbourne with the boys getting up in an absolute classic 39-37 to talk all things Bledisloe and the life and the day of an All Black hooker. Welcome to the pod, Dane. <laughs> Cody and Samasoni, three hookers walk into a podcast studio. There's probably a joke there, isn't there? I've, I, will I let you guys tell that? We'll, oh, let, we'll let that go. We'll yeah, let that go. PGA. Fellas, yeah, totally. Um, right, how was Melbourne, lads? You've been over, done a little trip over the ditch. Was it good times? Do you fellas, um, are you tight? Do you do your coffees together? Do your dinner together? You know, stay away from the backs. Like, what happened over there? Yeah, no, was, I'll speak Sonny. He's usually doing all the talking for me and Cody. But uh, no, it was a good week, mate. Obviously, um, there was a lot of sport going on, so we could kind of just stay in the background and, and do our work. Um, yeah, we, we have a few catch-ups when it's rugby stuff, but when we got our downtime, um, <laughs> we pretty much stay away from each other and yeah. disconnect, um, which actually, is good. Me and, Co- uh, me and Cody um, hang out a bit. Uh, <laughs> cozy. Cozy likes to uh, be by himself. Um, I think it's just the old age in him. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Sure. But a massive change up, eh, from going to somewhere like South Africa, where I'm sure there's a lot of excitement around when the team's there and the games are on, and if you're out and about, you probably get a few questions and a few people coming up. But in Melbourne, perhaps you can just do your own thing and enjoy the city, which might be a, be a bit different, even if it is Samasoni, just you and Cody doing that and, and leaving Cody to his, uh, sorry, Colsey to his own devices in his room, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, it was actually pretty good. Um, busy city. Obviously, Colsey touched on is a lot, a lot going on. So, um, no, nah, it was just... Pretty good to be out of New Zealand and into Melbourne, and um, I think some of the boys went to the AFL game oh, and yeah. stuff. So yeah, Cozy didn't invite us like always, <laughs> but um, it's all league for Cozy oh. anyway, isn't it? You wouldn't worry too much about the AFL stuff, would nah, you? Nah, we got asked, but I didn't. But uh, I actually one time I did hang out with Sonny. We um, when we looked around the Melbourne Storm oh, kind of awesome. setup. So yep. it was oh, Frank Panisi, the big GM, took us around, which was yeah, it was pretty impressive, mate. And um, yeah, big league fans, so. And lucky they missed out on the on the semis, but yeah, it was good to have a look around and see how they do things. Awesome, isn't it? You've got a good relationship with the Storm, the All Blacks, and quite often when you're in Australia, um, going around and have a look at their setup. And in terms, like you say, perhaps weren't able to you know progress any further in the finals this this year. But year in year out, they're, they're top of the tree, aren't they? They're a pretty impressive outfit. Yeah, you could see why going in there, why they've been so consistent for a number of years. And I think I think it might have started with Wayne Smith, the relationship they've kind of built and. With Frank Panisi and, and Craig Bellamy, so um, yeah, it was pretty inspiring. Um, and they, they good Kiwi connection, obviously. Yeah, like Kiwi, and they're the young boys that have started off the, the storm, so it was good. Lads, we're back in Auckland though, and I know as such, the All Blacks and the New Zealand team doesn't have a home ground or um, you know a home base, so to speak, but if we did have one, it'd probably be Auckland, so it's probably great to be back in the Garden City, get into a bit of a routine. Has it been a good week, Cody? Uh, yeah, it's uh, been a really good week, I think. We've trained at a different venue this week out at Mount Smart, which has been uh, quite nice to change it up from where we usually go at our Trust Arena. Um, 
Yeah, and to be back in Eden Park, <clears throat> like I say, we don't really have a home field, but uh, Eden Park is sort of the all-black fortress that, you know, we obviously love playing at and our biggest stadium to to go out there and, and do the job. So, yeah, looking forward to tomorrow. Absolutely. Boys, bit of a warm-up before we get into it. Too solid. Just want a couple of questions. Just want to get to know you. Just want to get to know the lads. And, and um, if it wasn't rugby, you know, firstly, Cody, what, what do you think you'd be doing as a job? Oh, Jeez, I'd probably still be in Levin, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and what would you be doing yeah, in Levin, mate? Oh, no, no, I'd like to say I got out of Levin. Um, no disrespect, but um, no, I'd probably be on the tools or something like that. Yep. Um, yeah, first job was cleaning trucks, so I'd like to think I would <laughs> graduate from that and move up in the world, but yeah. And is that a reflection? Would you call yourself a, a handy guy? Is that is that what you're trying to say? Like, at the moment, I know you're a father and a husband and, and a... Um, is there a list when you get home and you work your way through that list in the gaps or actually you were a bit of a get a man and yeah well, I enjoy enjoy a wee project in the summer um, <laughs> but yeah probably try and take on a bit too much in those times and think I can do a bit more than I, I probably should um, but nah just a just a dad dad life and try and keep the, the missus happy yeah 100% Sam Asani if, uh, if you weren't uh, trucking it up the middle and throwing a few darts what would you be doing? Um, I actually probably Try finish my a degree, yep. get a job that way. Yeah, um, not really a handyman. Terrible <laughs> on that. Um, yeah, no work, no work experience either. Um, just fortunate that when I left uh, left school, um, Ruffy gave yep. me a pathway. Not a not a, a paper run, a milk run, like anything. You know, maybe a little bit of just mm. volunteer work with you know, just anything to speak of, or just a straight rugby player to date. Um. Yeah, I, I won't lie. So I'm probably just straight roughy. That's the problem with the young generation. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Just the academy player, Colsey, you know, coming through the ranks. But you are doing a bit of studying, so what are you studying for? Um, so I started a law degree. Yes. Um, so I'll look to probably finish that and become Colsey's lawyer. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be good. Oh. What an honour. I tell you what, you've probably got your first client and you might be reasonably busy. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Definitely busy if it's Colsey. <laughs> Colsey, what about you, mate? Is uh, uh, you got a little bit of rugby well, left mate, in the body yet, yeah. but you, you've been thinking about that at all? Or, yeah, no, or, or what would you have done if it, if it wasn't footy? Probably pretty similar to Cody, I reckon. Maybe yep. a tradesman, builder or plumber or something. Um, but yeah, but it's obviously coming to the end of my career. It's something that I definitely think about. Yep. Probably haven't nailed it yet, but um, yeah, looking into the... I suppose make a smooth transition into to life after after footy and and get into that work stuff. Yeah, so doing a few things behind the scenes and um, yeah, because it's going to happen. And yeah, I think I suppose the easier I can make it, uh, you know, just to get on with it and get stuck in will be good. Totally. And I'm going to put this one to you, Sam Asani, because both sort of claiming to be, you know, if they weren't playing footy, they'd be on the tools doing a bit of a trade. Like if you had a deck to build in the backyard, which one would you use? Um. Out of these two, <laughs> these two, they're only the, both put in a price. It's the same price, and you've got to choose your contractor. Who would you go for? I'll take both of them in quicker. Mate, that's I tell you what, that's money. not bad from the young fella, is it? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Best and worst roommate in rugby can be from your super days, school days, any time at all. Go with you first, Cody. Who would be best and worst to share a room with? on the spot, jeez, um, 
Oh, I can't, I can't probably give names, but just any of the snorers, to be honest. So I'm, I'm a bit of a light sleeper now that I'm a parent. So um, yeah, that's always. If I don't get my sleep, I can be a bit of a, bit of a um, grumpy old thing. But uh, best, jeez. I have no idea to be honest. <laughs> just someone that keeps them themselves, you know. I like to be in the room and sort of just chill out and not yep. feel like I have to entertain anything or anyone. So. Um, best roomie would be Alpha because he looks after me and um, get me to stuff so I don't miss meetings and stuff. Worst roomie would be Falau because then I have to look after him. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's a bit of a, um, yeah, so those two. Yeah. Totally, I like it. Worse roomie, I've probably said this a few times, Bowden Barrett, yeah. <laughs> like real messy, I'm real tidy, run a pretty good unit, and best, I think you need the top five or the front row boys, we're all pretty similar, keep things pretty tidy, oh, maybe not Sonny, I, I haven't room with Sonny yet, but Franksy used to be good, oh, and Franks, yeah. he runs a tight ship, so yeah, anything messy is no good. No good. You mentioned one there, Bodie, if you had to have dinner with the Barrett, which one and why? Cody? Oh, um, quite different, aren't they? Yeah, different. they are. They're all very, very, very different. different people. Uh, obviously, I, I know Scooter quite well, um, and Baz and Geordie are both yeah really different. But I'd, I'd probably go with Geordie. You know, he's a good lad. Yeah. Um, sort of like fluctuates between both of them in terms of personality and yeah, good chat. Um, good chat. Likes well, they both like golf. So love their golf, don't they? Um, but yeah, Geordie's a bit of a freak when it comes to other sports. So yeah, probably um. Scott, I got to room with him, and um, yeah, enjoy his company. And he's really quiet, and um, obviously with his rig, he'll give up, um, good, 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 um, good food and <laughs> look after me, so so I don't blow up. So yeah, like if he order in, like you'd, you'd be clearing a bit of clearing a bit of tucker between the two of you, wouldn't you? Yeah, probably healthy stuff. Yes, uh, so yes. Be <laughs> you mate? Yeah, probably scooter. Geordie yep. would turn up like maybe one minute to six at the dinner at six. <laughs> so put you worry, but Scooter's a bit of a fisherman, and so he'd bring some good feed around, I reckon, so Scoot. Love it. Boys, a little bit of know your hooker. How well do you know each other? You guys spend a lot of time together by all accounts. Um, firstly, for you two, a couple of things about Colsey. Can you remember, do you know what year he was born? 86, uh, isn't it? 86, nailed Ooh. it. Who well, do you... Who, <laughs> 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 well, don't get this guy started, bro, honestly. <laughs> Um, when did he debut and who against? Ooh. Oh, that's a hard one. Is it 2013? 2012? There it is. Uh, Ireland? Oh, no, NFA Tour. NFA Tour 2012. East Scotland, eh, Colsey? Scotland. Off the bench? Off the bench, 20 minutes. Till we to Curbalo. Here it is. Play half eight. No, we, kept, we walked on together, actually. Oh. Awesome. And how many tests has the old dog played? 85? 84. Nice. Oh. Sammy, very good. Third. Got up in the... Third. They posted about it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Next question. Yeah, yeah, get us going. <laughs> when did Cody uh, debut and who was it against? Argentina. Christchurch. There it is. <laughs> nice. Crusaders home ground. He has three kids. What are their names? Luca has one. <laughs> yeah, no, Luca. Oh, I should know this. Sorry, that's bad. Oh, and you're a father too, Carl. Oh, no. You know the importance of this. Luca, no, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Lucy's wife. Lucy's wife. Lucy's the yeah. wife. Luca's a mad dog. That's what they know. What are the other two, Cody? Uh, Lily. Oh, she's uh, 
almost five months in Ayla, mate. Ayla, there. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> She's at school now, so. There we go, boys. There's a work on. <laughs> what did Samasoni's father do for a job or does for a job? Can you boys remember? He's a policeman. There it is. There See, it I is. do listen, bro. Oh. All the talk that you <laughs> Boys, awesome. I want to start off with you, Samasoni. A little bit like your beginnings, mate. How, what's the journey? Where did it start? How did you get here, you know? Um, when did you first put on the rugby jersey and how did you make your way um, to New Zealand, to the Chiefs, to the All Blacks? Talk us through it. Um, so, obviously, born and raised in Tonga. Um, grew up my childhood till I was 15 in Tonga. But really good childhood. Uh, how did I get into rugby? Um, one of my mates got bullied um, and the teacher said that the only, the, only, um, the only chance you can smash the other guy without getting in trouble is to play rugby. So <laughs> me and my mate signed up. Um, so me and my mate signed up in Tonga. We'll be around, we were like 12 maybe, 13. Did you put a couple of good hits on them too? Once you yeah, we were just we weren't playing rugby. We were just chasing the, the, <laughs> the guy. Um, yeah, got the chance to come with the Tongan under 15 in 2012. Played yep. a few games in New Zealand, and yeah, got home and St. Paul said, "Oh, we're pretty keen to um, bring you over and scholarship." So. Yeah, and I was like, oh, no hard choice, leave Tonga, leave, leave Tonga, leave my, um, dad's pretty strict, and, um, yeah. so yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm off. So <laughs> I came over to New Zealand, uh, 2013, year 11, St. Paul's Collegiate in Hamilton. Um, yeah. Three years there, um, left school, um, fortunately enough to, went to the Waikato Academy, um, for my first year out of school. And then the, after that, um, got a few injuries at the Chiefs. Um, finished under 19 comp, then they said I'll come in the preseason injury cover. And then, uh, yeah, just fortunate, un, unfortunate, unfortunate for some of the hookers, they went down and got an opportunity and then um, played in 2017, debut for the Chiefs. Awesome. And uh, obviously, Played for Chiefs before Waikato. This is my first year as well for Waikato. It was 2017, and yeah, played since then. And um, here we got here. Yeah. Talk a little bit about like it's you sort of talk it pretty casually about it there, and, and say oh you know opportunity to get out of the Tonga and away from the old man and away you went. But <laughs> but actually, pretty big decision. You know, like away from the family and first time overseas, and probably didn't know a lot about the place. Was was it St Paul's that gave you a bit of structure and a bit of routine, and they really looked after you? Um, yeah, so obviously language was a language barrier was quite quite tough. Um, new environment, new new country, uh, but obviously it was the just the sacrifice that we, me and my parents, made for a better future for me. Obviously through a rugby as the pathway, and um, yeah, to get over here, um, obviously really um, appreciate the. Um, scholarship from the school and the opportunity and yeah it was really good enjoyed my time at St Paul's um structure wise they helped me um get through that language barrier um there was two of us actually from two Tongan boys yep. so um we came over but we weren't allowed to um stay in boarding stay in the same boarding house because otherwise we would have just speaking Tongan. <laughs> yeah. so they um actually we couldn't see each other that until like rugby trainings yeah so that was that was, that was tough but um it got us um speaking the language a bit quick and understanding and uh yeah and mate the uh, your family must 
be really proud. Like you've you've kicked on, you've done fantastically well. You're a top lad, and and have they been able to to get over, watch Chiefs games, watch All Blacks games? They've been able to come over and, and watch you live and experience um, you doing your thing, which which you do bloody well. Um, yeah. So the first Test match was uh, the Hamilton. They haven't watched any of my Chiefs game live. Um, yep. Watched me once play for Waikato, um, but then obviously COVID happened and. Yep. Um, they got over for the Hamilton game and uh, yeah, just uh, happy the boys put on a show for them as well and um, no, they really, really um, enjoyed it. Mate, and here, like a um, couple of old dogs that you come into the team to show you the ropes there, are they are they good? Are they generous with their time? Do they help you out, mate? Like there's, um, you know, I'm, I, I think from the outside you're really fortunate to have a couple of great experienced All Blacks. Is that the case? You know, like... Um, you know, have, have they been great to work with? No, they've, they've, <laughs> they've been really great. Um, obviously, Cozy and Cody helped me a lot. I was just lost sometimes. So, uh, they pulled my head in pretty quick and showed me the ropes. And um, obviously, with the experience, um, yeah, Cozy sometimes uh, a bit cheeky, but um, I really appreciate them. And nothing, no one better to learn from than these two. Is he a good student, Cozy? No, he is, mate. He's. Um, <laughs> We put all the jokes aside. He's he's prepared to listen, and I suppose me and Coach, it probably comes until when we came into the environment when I came in, like yeah, Kevy and Hori, and yep. you got two opposites, <laughs> yeah, know, one from down south and one from you know South Auckland. But just the way they work together, and was something I kind of took on board. And then me, me and Coach have been working together, and obviously with the other hookers, and then Sonny coming in, it's just trying to give our knowledge and make him the best player he can. And I suppose the way that he's going, we could probably learn a thing or two as, as well. So we're all competing against each other, but we all try to help each other out to become the best hooker we can be. So it's been good. It's pretty good, that sort of team first thing, isn't it? Because I look back, and I, I'm not sure, but I, I just don't think Gaddy and Fitzy or those sort of people would, you know, <laughs> perhaps... It wouldn't have been that... Cult- I just can't see it being that culture. I might be wrong. I might not be given enough credit, but look back then, it's probably hugely competitive. And But I've talked to, to past players like about when you came into the team for the first time and, you know, you just put your head down, didn't say too much, did everything you possibly could to sort of earn your stripes. But it feels like the evolution of the All Blacks and the team and the environment is it doesn't matter whether it's one test or 100 tests. Mm. You guys just do whatever you possibly can to play the best rugby you can on any given day. It doesn't matter if you're starting. It doesn't matter if you come off the bench. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in the stands. It just doesn't matter. Mm. Um, that's that's the environment these days. Am I am I right in saying that? Yeah, you are. Like, and I suppose with Fitzy, and that was just the way it was. That's yeah. the era. They it was they didn't know anything different. And I think over the time, it's just like you think how much knowledge those guys have. So it's important that we. I suppose you mean codes pass that on to Sonny and then he's going to be in a situation when he's got two young hookers he can give his knowledge and it just makes the environment and the team play better and it makes um, and you've just got to put your I suppose your personal you know opinions and stuff aside and do what's best for the team and that's why the All Blacks is so special because we want the team to do first and um, you just got to do it so yeah you've got to be prepared to listen and take a bit of feedback And but I think you've still got to We've got to keep a, f- a few of those old traditions and yeah. alive, and um, yeah, you've got to put them in place a couple of times. <laughs> but as long as he takes it on board, uh, which he does, it's um, yeah, it's good. I want to ask you a little bit, like the position. Like it seems like you know, if you go all the way back to when I was a young guy, and maybe when you were watching footy, Cody and and Colsey, like the maybe hookers are really big, like a, a you know a third prop, a big front row, strong in the set piece, all that sort of stuff. Maybe it was. Kevy and others, and then when you came on the scene, Colsey, there's was a lot of chat about being mobile, being another flanker, being able to be in the wide channels. Almost goes like today, you've got to be both. You've got to be a big, strong bugger who can have a 
a really good set piece, but also the game's hugely physical, and so you've got to be um, mobile and strong. Like, so it's almost like you're always learning, Colsey, like as a player, isn't it? So you all got to bounce off each other. But like, is there, um, you know, how would you describe the role these days? Are you are you more focused on how mobile you can be? Are you more focused on actually shit? You know, we're playing some big units these days. Or perhaps I've, I've got to put a, a a bit of weight on. Like, start with you, Cody. Yeah, I, th- I think. Um, well, you, you look. I look back on the, the rugby I used to watch. You know, you had, um, you say, Hori and Kevy. I think both pretty mobile and very fit players. Um, Kevy very confrontational in terms of being able to play really well around the ruck and um, uncompromising. Uh, and then Colsey sort of watched him as a, a young fella too, and sort of did change the way the hooker played, especially on the edge. I think um, you know the ability to ball play, have skill set like backs and. Uh, I think that that changed the game for uh, for hookers, and um, now I think we're going to transition where you sort of have to do that. But because defenses are so much better these days, yeah. you have to be able to do the hard yards and just carry the ball well. And uh, I think that's where you know the likes of Sam Sonny come into the game. You know, he's pretty mobile, um, fit, and got skill set. But then he's a big rig who can bash it up and mm. and um, win the sort of contact and the ball carry. So um, yeah, it's it's a it's a, I suppose it has changed, but it's awesome as a hooker, you know, you sort of got to develop your game and from like when Colsey was running around like a madman and <laughs> to now he's doing that and the other stuff, you know, you're just constantly learning and I think that's the way the game's, the game's changed us as hookers. And what's the mindset change staying with you, Cody, is like um, with the Crusaders, you know, you play your footy there, had an outstanding season. But then you come into the All Blacks. Like, is it different? Like, do you, is the role change, or actually, um, you're still trying to take all the good stuff out of Super Footy and put it out there in international rugby, or actually, is there a change of role? Uh, it's it's very similar, I think. Um, I think around uh, us as hookers, we're probably not on the edge as much as we used to be in in the All Blacks, and that goes. That's probably the same in the All Blacks, uh, the Super environments as well. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there's a lot more. Um, I suppose. Or not pressure, but like you know, the ex- expectation is a lot higher when you're in the All Black yep. jersey and you want to you want to do really well. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty similar these days. Like in terms of the the physicality, um, test footy, there's just no you don't get second chances. Yeah, totally. Boys, you you're you're good mates. You're all in the same position. You spend a bit of time together. It sounds like you all push each other along, which is awesome to hear. But you know, it, I'm sure there's a bit of banter. Like who's the fittest? Who's the fastest? Who's the strongest? You know, when it hits testing times, and do you have a bit of banter? Like Colsey, you're known for your I for your pace. Are you still are you still you still pushing these boys in the oh, forty meter sprint I or the ten meter or you know? I, I got him over five meters. <laughs> yeah. Thirty five. What twenty? What three? Still, uh, you still. Need, you just need one win. That's yeah. all you need. Cody's probably the fittest, yeah. strongest. Yeah. Not the strongest. <laughs> Sonny. I'm just the heaviest. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely the biggest. But he's uh, fitter. We've all probably got our little strengths. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't. Yeah, hopefully we don't all have the same. Um, we all smash those strengths, but yeah, everyone's probably. I don't know what I have to be fair, but yeah, you're the smallest, strongest. I'm the smallest and oldest. So. You're the smallest, the wisest. No, yeah, yeah, the wisest. smallest, <laughs> oldest, the most cunning. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. We're all like, you just got to keep developing. The, the game's changing like every year. Yeah. So I reckon the hooker's the most underrated position in a, in a rugby team. Like we've got to throw, we've got to scrum. We defend off lineouts, yep. tackle. We've got to play on the wide channels. Like mm, it's all like, go. It's all go, mate. So 
Yeah. More, more paycheck, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Total rugby. Um, fellas, there's um, talked a little bit about the footy and stuff, but, you know, for you and for Cody and, and Colsey, you know, you've become family men, you've got kids in the mix as well. Like, has that been a challenge? Has actually, has that been an awesome release? And, and once you get away from footy, you know, you, it's really easy to not think about footy because it's all go with the family. Like, talk about that a little bit, Cody, around the, the good stuff and the and the maybe the more challenging stuff around being a family man while you're still flat out with the code. Um, yeah, it has been. I think, um, well, this year has been, well, we had our third this year and that's probably been a bit of a, a shock. Uh, I found two was not too bad, but... I think uh, for me personally, you know, you're you're in this team. You want to do really well. Have you have your personal ambitions to to be successful, and then you have a family, and it changes your perspective a little bit. You know, you still love the game, and you still love, you know, striving for those goals. But um, at the same time, you're you're supporting your family, and um, yeah, when you're away, it is it can get quite hard sometimes. I think um, you know you miss your kids and, and your wife and that, but. Um, I'm I'm lucky enough that my missus used to play uh, rugby, so oh, yeah. she understands it. She gets what it what it's like and the pressure involved and that. So she's real supportive that, that way. Um, awesome. But yeah, when I go home, it's it's all hands on deck. <laughs> <laughs> There's none. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Colsey for you? Yeah, I've got three like codes. So yeah, my two oldest are probably the age now that they know when I'm going away, which is right. It sucks when you leave in the airport, but um. I think what Cody said, my wife, is. she's been doing this a few years now, so she understands time on the road, and um, she's got good support at home, which makes things a little bit easier. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm coming to the end, so I don't know if I could spend too much time longer away from them because they kind of know when I'm going away, which and I'm, we miss <coughs> out on a lot, you know, yeah. in a yeah. way. But we all do it for a good reason, to support our families, and um, it's a big part of you know why we do what we do is, is for our kids and for our wives. Like you say, mate, there's, there is going to be life after rugby. Sam Asani's sorted. He's going to be a lawyer. He's going to defend Colsey, and that's all taken care of. So he, In the he's, courts, again. <laughs> he's got a pathway. But, Cody, I know you you started to look at that a little bit, a couple of business ventures. And, like, is that, is that you know, was that drummed into you by someone else? Was that off your own, your own back to kind of start having a think about, you know, what life might look like a few years down the track? Uh, yeah, I, I sort of always, I don't know, I've always enjoyed, well, put this way I like I like money and there's only way one, one way to earn it um, so I um, yeah we, I ventured out with a good mate of mine a couple of years ago it's been a long process but um, yeah we developed the wee sports supplement I won't plug it because I know this is all Blacks TV but we won't, um, won't plug a clip um, yeah, yeah. No, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no it's been a hell of a journey and um, really opened my eyes up to what the real world's like um, you know, you I've never had to answer so many emails or yeah. phone calls and stuff like that. So it has been a bit of a balancing act, but I really enjoyed it at the same time. I've learned a lot. And funnily enough, you can take quite a lot of um, yeah. stuff you learn in footy in terms of, you know, organisation, networking and stuff and put it into, into business. But still learning a lot. And, yeah, I might need this man to, to cover my, my ass one day. <laughs> <laughs> Colsey, for you, we talked about a little bit earlier, like, you know, hopefully you've got a bit of, bit of rugby left in you yet, mate, but like, at, you know, at some stage in the future, um, you know, the boots are going to get hung up and, you know, is there any, any thoughts of what the future holds? Obviously a bit more time with the family, but yeah. anything else in the mix? Yeah, like me and my wife have been maybe looking at like owning a business. Oh, I've, cool. moved, I've moved out to Carpety, um, so that's where I'll uh, retire and sail off to the sunset. But yeah, not sure what that looks like, but um, like I said, I'm doing a few things behind the scenes to kind of, Make that transition as smooth as possible, but yeah, it's yeah. going to be it's going to be tough. Everyone yeah. says that, but yeah. it's just all part of it. And 
Mate, got you're not going to be like all these other guys, like Rita and all these people, and start running no. and lose weight left, right, and center. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Where is that? Where's that guy gone? Where's the other half of him? Doing any more calf raises? <laughs> yeah, I think who came in the other day? Oh, we seen Snakey Conrad Smith uh, came he, in, yeah, and even we seen Tony Woodcock, and they were like, they were good, okay. Like, yeah. So hopefully, I'm like <laughs> that because if I go the other way, I don't mean seeing anyone. <laughs> I'll be hiding in my garage. Oh, the old, your old mentor, Kevy. Yeah, he's another Kevy, one. Oh like, my goodness, he's coming. They're all in hissing Nick, so. <laughs> That's good motivation. <laughs> cozy come back. <laughs> 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 cozy eating cozy. <laughs> oh. Boys, it's Bledisloe Cup. We've got um, one under the belt, one to go. But firstly, just your memories growing up. Start with you, Cody. Like, What were the sort of first memories of, of that cup? And, and um, can you think of particular games or players? Um, what were your memories before you got the jersey yourself? Um... Oh, my earliest memories go back to, well, I grew up in Aussie, we were on a holiday in Noosa and we had the TV on uh, watching the test, Aussie New Zealand, and we lost we lost that game, oh, the only th- reason I remember it is because Dad just about broke the TV, absolutely <laughs> lost the plot, <laughs> P's and Q's going everywhere, but... Um, what match was that, can you remember? What kicked them off? Oh, it may have even been the bloody... It was back when they could lift... Um, in front of the goalposts when penalties uh, were kicked. Yes, yes, so yes, I'm not yes, sure yeah. if it was John Eels, the John, John Eels yeah. one or the one when Australia like blocked the kick. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. think yeah. there was a game, but yeah, yeah. yeah. He's I, crying foul. I, I just, uh, yeah, yeah, it was shocking. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, love my dad bits, but geez, uh, I don't know. I always like watching footy with him. <laughs> yeah, intense character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what about you now, mate? Is there a particular in the jersey a particular you know Bledisloe memory that that sticks out as a good one um, for you so far? Um, oh, they're all, all awesome. I think um, that one when oh, we put a, a hell of a score on them over in Sydney was pretty special. Um, looking back on that game was, yeah, I know the boys are right on. and One of the days it all went well. It was like 50 something points or something. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sonny, for you growing up, can you remember the first time you watched the All Blacks play, play Aussie? Um, not really. But, um, <laughs> obviously moving, coming to New Zealand, yeah. um, All Blacks was everything and um, got me to watching them and um, obviously to be here last year for the first time mm. experiencing what it actually really means to the players and the um, the All Blacks, the Bledisloe Cup is just um, something really special so uh, it means a lot to everyone and um, obviously winning it last year with these boys was just, uh, yeah. yeah, then you get to experience what it actually really means to the country and um, just uh, happy we got it done last week and uh, yeah, and I think just now, you just don't want to lose to the Aussies. So, um, <laughs> you get the feeling that yeah, any other teams, you just don't want to lose to the Aussies. So, yeah, um, yeah it's pretty, pretty excited for tomorrow. All on. Coles, you played a heap. I think we had Rito on a couple of weeks ago, and he played them 34 times. I'm picking you probably played them a good 20-odd as well. Um, anything stick in the memory in particular? Uh, I think... Oh, maybe 16, 15. There was just a couple of years it was like real niggly. <laughs> yeah. Like real, like Stephen Moore when he was in there and the captain, we had like some real good battles and yeah. it's just real intense games. Um, I think when we won over in Aussie eh, for the first time, we hadn't won the Bledders though over oh. there. Yeah. And just showing off the trophy over in Australia was quite cool. Yeah. But going back to Youngford, I think. I think when Frank Bunce had that big star shot. Yes. And just covered. Michael Brawl. Yeah, Michael Brawl. That was, yeah. it's funny when you think of the, Young fellas, always the times we lost, you know, the John Eels dropped yeah. penalty or Jeff Olsen dropping the ball. Yeah. And, but yeah, with me and Codes and, and Sonny experience, we've been lucky enough to um, 
to have a few victories and I think it probably came down to those senior boys like the Richies and yeah. the Carters and the Nonus and how much this trophy actually meant to, to the All Blacks. So just trying to carry that passion on and, and show to the team what it means to us. Mate, you see the niggle out there and it's um, it's bloody entertaining to be honest from a from a fan's perspective. But like, you know, you would have had a few beers with the Aussies as well over the years, like in the change room poster series or, or not that many, Colsey. <laughs> I think when Checker and Shag were involved, eh, like coaches, it was yeah. pretty hostile. Pretty like we, we didn't mix and mingle. Really? And then Rini came on, and I think that year we played them four times. It was like every game we'd mix and mingle. Yep. By the end of it, you're like, what are we up to? Like, we yeah. didn't yep. get, get out of here like, almost. But, yeah, they're actually good boys. Like yeah. The front row boys, we all played them super. They're good lads. And like it's just a good game, mate. You go hard on the field and you can have a beer after, so it's good. Boys bled one. <laughs> God damn roller coaster! Like, don't do that to us again. In terms of like, Jesus Christ, it's a tough watch. Like, it almost felt like we were talking a little bit about we need to start test matches a little bit better, and we kind of nailed that, and, <laughs> and we're doing that bit well, and and you know playing playing some pretty good footy, and then then we give up a big lead, and it gets right down to the um, to the final moments, and it's another dead set classic. You know, like mm. it's another absolute roller coaster of emotion to as a fan to follow. Is that is that the focus for you lads at the moment? Like not even just with the Australian fixtures, but just a little bit of the up and downness, the inconsistency. We do some stuff that's awesome, then we have a little you know break for whether it be from game to game or be within the games. Is that a real area that the lads are trying to um, get on top of? Yeah, I think it's probably reflection, or probably the first half of the year we've been a little bit inconsistent. But um, I think since probably the start of the rugby championship, we've like obviously with the couple of results, we've put a lot of work in behind the scenes to be way more consistent, and we, there's there's good evidence of that. But yeah, I suppose it's playing for the 80 minutes, and um, and it's a test match, mate. Like yeah. you, Aussies ain't gonna roll over and die, you know. They're a, they're a committed bunch, and you've seen it in the weekend, so. We're just going to make sure that we can um, keep it on for 80 minutes. And they're going to have their moments, mate. They're going to score. But, um, yeah, we were, I suppose that after the review, there was a plenty to work on for us to, to get better and, and close out the game. Samasoni, no such thing as a dead rubber when you play the Aussies and particularly when you play at Eden Park. Have you had a good week? Uh, um, are the boys in a good place? There's been a few changes. A few lads come in, which is awesome. Um, it feels like... We're really starting to build a bit of competition for place in this team. You know, it feels like there's a lot of guys putting their hand up, starting to play a lot of good footy. Um, are the boys in a good spot this week, mate? Yeah, um, we had a really good review, like um, Coles said. Um, take all the learnings from it. Um, on Monday, and we start building our week, and um, yesterday's training was really sh um, short but really sharp. So boys are in a good space with, obviously, um, our preparation and uh um, excitement is really dear back in the Garden of Eden. Um, no, no better place to be, so can't wait to rip in. Cody, have you had a good mate, good week, mate? Number two, which is awesome, back in the starting lineup and and just probably trying to get out there and give it um, a good nudge for for fifty sixty. That seems to be the the way for the modern hooker, doesn't it? Go as hard as you possibly can for a little bit till after half time, and then tag one of the lads in. Yeah, there's no such thing as eighty minutes anymore. <laughs> <coughs> No, yeah, it's, it has been a good week. Obviously, these lads have been going good last couple of weeks, so just a chance to get out there and play some fun and I'll oh, play some footy and bring bring a bit of energy and have some fun. That's sort of all I've been trying to focus on. And yeah, Eden Park, how good? Because I remember, I know I've heard you say a couple of times like um, sometimes you can get almost try too hard, get a little bit overexcited. It's actually just okay. What's my job today? Mm. And just get stuck into that. Is that the sort of stuff you say to Codes or you say to Sammy when he's coming off the bench or the role changes? Just get out there. This is what you're doing today, and just focus on that. Yeah, like it's it's all probably different for all of all of three of us. Like everyone's got their own little 
energy things that they want to do. But yeah, I think the foremost back of our all our hookers' heads is just you know nail our set piece, our scrum, and our line out, and everything kind of flows from that. So yeah, go out and like Coach said, express yourself, have some fun playing in the black jersey, and Let loose. get into some Aussies. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Our partners at SAP pride themselves on powering the best run teams, fellas. During your time in any team, any common success factors that stand out? Coles, are you first? Oh, Jesus, put me on the spot. There we go, mate. Success, I think hard work. Yeah. Work ethic is crucial, um, mixed with a bit of enjoyment. You do, you boys together do a little bit of stuff on the day off, don't you? Get out there and, and do a few extras just trying to nail some of your, your core stuff. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. So we, we've been doing it for a few years now um, with our yeah. physio, Pete. Bit of a mobility session and that's a low time. target, isn't it? Yeah, yeah a short so, target. Yeah, Put him on a stool. Oh, yeah, Sammy Whitelock comes. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. doesn't catch. <laughs> but he's, yeah. he's good. Just thinking outside the box of some few things, but um, yeah, yeah hard work and um, work, hard work and enjoyment. Cody, anything for you sticks out? Yeah, no, nah, that's it, mate. You, yeah, you know, you, there's plenty of talent in New Zealand, but what separates you is just your willingness to work and um, and learn. Yeah. Mm. Learn, yeah. yeah, I love how you boys do that together as well. You're competing for spots, but you're more than prepared to sort of help each other out and try and be the best on any given day. It's awesome. Fellas, I don't want to hold you anymore. I know you've got to go eat, probably go and eat some huge amount of food, four times more than I would for lunch, and then you've got a, a captain's run this afternoon, is it? One last fond run through before yeah. the game tomorrow. We've obviously got two games of footy tomorrow at the Garden of Eden, and also it's the last home game for the year, isn't it, lads? So I want to put in a good one before you head away on the, on the big bird for the Northern Hemisphere Tour. So, boys, good luck. Hope you go well, um, and thank you very much for coming to the studio. Appreciate it, Liz. Cheers, thanks for having us. The All Blacks podcast is powered by our official cloud software partner, SAP, helping our teams in black be the best run in sports. Hosted by Rob Dunn in the Hargrave Street studio. Produced by Carl Thompson from Blue and Ginge, the podcast producers. Video editing by Mac Leesberg, graphics by Western Design, content advising from Andy Burt, and commercial manager for the podcast is Valeska Hoth. Follow the All Blacks podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts.